0: Hello? hey anna where are you we are recording a podcast today aren't
1: we oh yeah sorry i was just looking at the hexagon on saturn what
0: you're on saturn no i was looking at it i'm researching it oh thank god i thought you have gone on a space mission now
1: how am i supposed to go to saturn we are barely reaching mars all right then
0: Let's come back to the studio and let's get started. Hold up, we're gonna go get some food. What? No food, and our studio is a food and drinks free zone. Well, I'm gonna go get food anyway. <laughs> no, I'm hungry too. Why
1: don't I go and get a piece of cake?
0: Alright, okay, foodies, go on.
1: Hi, I'm Vanya. I'm six years old and a huge Harry Potter fan.
0: Hi, I'm Nidhi. I'm a public speaking teacher. Hello, I'm Arav and I love science and I'm nine years old. And together, together we welcome you to to Brainstorm. Brainstorm. Anna, you just mentioned that you were looking at the surface of Saturn. What did you see? There is this hexagon of Saturn, which is basically a hexagon
1: with Earth-sized sides. For everyone who doesn't know what a hexagon is, a hexagon is a polygon which has six sides. Every single side is the same length. And all the angles measure
0: 120 degrees,
1: making the total 720 degrees. And it's basically a polygon, which is very important to remember, so it has no curves.
0: A polygon is a two-dimensional flat figure with straight lines and which is closed. If you look around yourself, you'll find many polygons. For example, your TV is a rectangle and it's a polygon. Same goes for your nachos. A triangle shape is also a polygon. Squares, hexagons, pentagons are all polygons.
1: Quick question, is a circle a polygon? It's not a polygon because, let's put it simply. Let's say a square, all the sides are
0: straight, but in a circle, It's round, so it's not a polygon. Alright, to explain where and how hexagons are found in the nature, I would pass it over to you, Anna. You take the center stage now. Thank
1: you. Hexagons are very underrated and very cool. Well, I'm talking about Saturn. And you might think, well, what could that giant hexagon on Saturn be? Well, it has to be out of gas because Saturn is a gas giant, meaning the planet is made out of gas. So there is no surface. It's just a cloud of gas somehow keeping shape. Another thing I would like to talk about is bees. In general, the honeycombs and the eyes of the bees. Bees have an engineering problem to solve. They make honey and wax. They eat honey and they use the wax to store the honey. To make one unit of honey, they need to visit a lot of flowers. And to make one unit of wax, they need eight units of honey. Caution caution busy bees ahead So they need to find a shape that can tile the plane using the minimum wax for the maximum for the maximum area. For people who don't know what tiling the plane means, tiling the plane means covering a surface with tiles without leaving gaps. And bees need to find the best shape for the job. Obviously, the more complicated ones use more wax, so we need to stick to the regular polygons. We have three regular polygons to choose from. Squares, triangles, and hexagons. And the one with the most area with the minimum wall is... hexagon here's why we all know that the circle is the shape defined for the most area for the minimum wall and that's why originally bees make round honeycomb but the heat from busy bees melts them into hexagons and the the eyes of the bees are hexagons for a very similar reason maximum light maximum light is good for the insect but with the minimum wall material our human eyes are also hexagons by the way our light catching cells are at the back of our eyes so the front of our eyes don't have to be
0: hexagons because i mean they just don't have to catch the light in the beehives we have hexagonal shape also the uh, insect eyes have hexagonal shape and even human eyes have hexagonal shape what do you what would you like to sh- say about about this
1: i think that the bees are very clever to make hexagons for their hives and it's pretty amazing how they do the job making hives.
0: Absolutely. And just like Anna said, they are trying to solve an engineering problem. They want to have the maximum space to store their honey while having uh, to work the least for it. And hexagon is the right shape for that. And Vanya, what kind of hexagonal shapes do you see in your environment? Do you see something which is hexagonal shape that you like uh, looking at sometimes? My pencil lead also has hexagon type. Hmm, that's interesting. I think Anna has something to add to that.
1: Oh yes, actually I do. Pencils are not only hexagon shaped on the outside, but are also hexagon shaped on the inside in a way. Hmm, so, how's that? Well, the lead of the pencil, it's not lead, it's carbon. We call it pencil lead. Carbon of a pencil is shaped out of hexagonal atoms, meaning they're just hexagons. And when they happen to be in a straight sheet of hexagons, it that's graphene, which happens to be the strongest atomic material in the universe.
0: Before we continue on to the episode, we have the fun fact section. Hold up, I have a needle story to tell. Really? Okay, Anna, uh, uh, should we brace ourselves? Is it going to be a scary needle story? It's going to be very traumatizing, yes. Okay, okay. okay. Hold on, guys, get
1: ready. So I was in fourth grade, and we were sewing with the sewing machine. We actually just started. And the teacher warned us, if I see one kid misbehaving, I will turn off the power because it's very dangerous. Okay. Because you can get a needle in your finger. Yeah. So, guess what I did? I was trying to adjust something on the sewing machine. My foot accidentally hits the pedal, which is the thing that starts the sewing machine, and the needle goes into
0: my finger. So that's great. When you say it goes into your finger, it, did it just prick your finger or what happened? It stabbed, it stabbed right, right through what? my finger. It went right through your finger from one side to the other? Yes. Bro. That would have been very painful. Yes, it was painless actually. I didn't feel
1: a thing. It was so fast. You don't feel anything because it's a sewing machine. So, what happened next? So, that was all good. We I pulled the needle out immediately. I don't know why. I just have cat like reflexes, I guess. Okay. And all was good. So, uh, the teacher uh, let, just uh, checked my finger, and we, since we didn't know how deep the needle actually went, we thought, oh, the needle, the whole needle's out. We're gonna be fine.
0: I have a feeling the story is not yet over.
1: Fast forward six days finger still hurts my German teacher thinks so we go My my German teacher thinks oh uh, if it still hurts after six days I think you should go to the doctor and we were like yeah it's safe to double check Mm -hmm. uh we probably there's probably nothing there okay so we go to the doctor the doctor says oh there's probably nothing there since we can't feel anything yeah they couldn't feel anything oh god so they're like, and my mom uh-huh. says, okay, oh, we please just double check with the uh, x-ray. And he's like, okay, we well, can check tomorrow. So it's been a week now. And we're going to just get a quick x-ray. It's probably going to be fine, right? Wrong. We do the x-ray and the results come out that there's a four millimeter piece of needle in my,
0: in my finger so deep that the doctor couldn't even feel it. Wow. And it's been a week that the needle is stuck inside your finger and it was hurting all throughout it wasn't like it was there it was hurting the second i touched
1: anything the slightest pressure would make it hurt so uh thanks german teacher uh you saved me probably a couple weeks of pain so thank you very much yeah (laughs) to my german teacher so now we have to get it out yep exactly uh how exactly well we're gonna put you to sleep
0: So anesthesia.
1: No, we're not going to put you to sleep. You're going to be awake through the whole operation.
0: You had to uh, get an anesthesia, local anesthesia, just just to numb your arm. Just my finger. Just your finger. Just my finger. And my finger
1: was double the size by the end of it. The shots to get the anesthesia Uh were the most painful thing ever. Then they start cutting over my finger and I was traumatized for a very long time, actually, because... That's painful. They could have just put me to sleep. That
0: was too simple for them, I guess. I can imagine that was uh, quite an experience, Anna. But uh, are you afraid of needles? I'm not afraid of sewing,
1: even though that's the whole whole reason why everything happened. But I am afraid of needles, like, touching my skin and going in my skin, including vaccines. A couple months later, I have to go get a vaccine. Oh, God.
0: That was trauma. I can imagine. So it did leave some scars on your mind. Yes.
1: There are no scars on my finger. You cannot see anything. But yes, I have a lot of emotional scars. And then I got the vaccines. The vaccines are painless. For all the kids watching that are scared of vaccines. Vaccines are absolutely
0: painless. Okay, great. So though Anna had a very uh, cautionary tale to tell about how she got her finger Injured, badly injured because of the sewing. So, children out there, if you're listening, uh, take heed when you're working with a sewing machine. Be completely focused on your task. Uh, and vaccines, as Anna said, that despite all this, she still gets her vaccines done. And Anna, how would you describe the pain of a vaccine? Painless. 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 Okay, that's that's good.
1: It's time for a mystery
0: sound. Can you guess what it is? We will reveal what the mystery sound is at the end of the episode. For the fun fact section, we have a beautiful message from Purbasa. Purvasa shares some fun facts about India. Number one, cows are considered sacred. Number two, India is home to two of the wettest inhabited places on Earth. Mao Sin Ram and Charapunji are two wettest inhabited places on Earth. Number three, India has over three hundred thousand mosques and over two million Hindu temples. Number four, Chennai Bridge is the highest rail bridge in the world. In fact, the last piece of this bridge was fitted at the highest point on 5th of April 2021 and this was the most difficult part of the bridge construction. This bridge, this bridge soars 359 meters above the bed of River Chenab, and is 30 meters higher than the iconic Eiffel Tower in Paris. Number 5. Rajasthan has a temple of rats. You can check it out on Google. Thank you, Purbasa for sharing the fun facts please do keep writing to us and we really appreciate you being the biggest fan of the podcast if you have been listening to the podcast for some amount of time we would really appreciate if you could leave us a rating and a review on apple podcast and subscribe to us on a platform of your choice doing so will help us being discovered by families all over the world graphene is a form of carbon carbon is a chemical element like hydrogen oxygen when carbon combines with oxygen it makes carbon dioxide when we breathe out we exhale carbon dioxide also known as co2 now coming back to the pencil in our pencils graphene is made of carbon atoms arranged like a honeycomb which is made of hexagons Tightly packed together. That's interesting. So how does the strongest atomic material that you mentioned, how does that form or help us draw pictures and write letters? How does that break into black ink on the paper?
1: Well, the
0: thing is, hexagons are very
1: strong when they they are pushed from a side. Think you have a hexagon sheet on your table. If you push from the side, it will be very strong because pull on one side and the other two will resist. Push in and the other two will push in as well. So it equals out very well. But from the top, if you push down from the top, it's not that strong. So on a small scale, that just means you can write with your pencil because it will break off in layers. But on a big scale, that means hexagons can be flexible while keeping their strength. If you cut out hexagon from aluminum to cardboard to anything and put two sheets of whatever on the top and on the bottom, you got hexagon p- paneling, which is a very tear-resistant material, which is very light and flexible.
0: Yeah, I heard that it's also used in aviation and rockets to have uh, honeycomb paneling to help build such designs. Yes, because Think about a
1: wing of an airplane for example. It really cannot tear, like it just cannot tear. But it also needs right. to bend. Yeah. Alright, that's quite enough geometry for today. I'm heading out to play in the snow, and will you come to join me? Hold up. I'm going to join you, but did you know that there's hexagons in snowflakes too? Really? How does that work? Well, snowflakes have six sides. At the atomic level, the atoms and snowflakes join together to make hexagons. That is because they are the most mechanically stable, as I have already discussed. You can find snowflakes with 12 sides, but that only happens when two growing snowflakes merge together. And this is not just for snowflakes, most ice, at least. No matter if there are cu- ice cubes, have atoms that form at 120 degrees. Which is the I go that the five's a hexagon. Well, you know, this is very cool, but, but I think it's time to play in snow and learn but at the same time.
0: Hmm, sounds like a good idea. But before you go out to play in the snow, here is a quick summary of what we have learned so far. So, hexagon is a polygon which has six sides, and each side has an angle of 120 degrees, bringing the total to 720 degrees. And hexagon is all around us. It's found in the honeycombs, in the insect eyes, in human eyes. And as Anna mentioned, it's also there on top of Saturn. On the North Pole of Saturn, there is a very interesting hexagonal pattern, which is made off of gases. And also it's there in our pencils and in our snowflakes. So, hexagons are the best guns. That's what Anna is trying to tell us. Yes. Is that right, Anna?
1: Yes. Thank you for all the information on the hexagon, Anna.
0: Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being our geometry expert for this week. Do you recall the mystery sound we played earlier? The mystery sound is bees
1: buzzing loudly. Did you guess that?
0: This episode was created using Hubhopper Studio. If you wish to start your podcast for free, visit hubhopperstudio.com. Hubhopper is India's leading podcast creation platform. Start your podcast with Hubhopper Studio and get your voice heard across platforms like Spotify, Ghana, Google, and many more. Click on the link in the episode description or visit www.hubhopperstudio.com today and get podcasting.